Hey guys, Shane with Now That I'm Older. Check out Rogue Intel Prime with Duff and Chris. Anything goes in this podcast of infinite possibilities. The gang are sure to entertain with their take on the latest news, commentary, and review of, well, whatever the hell they feel like. Check out Rogue Intel Prime on RogueIntel.com. Mr. Fancy Pants. Well, I've got news for you, pal. You ain't looting but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. And he just left to see the powerful Nerdcast. Hello, my friends. We are back in 2016. I am Corey, and joined with me is Christian. It's, uh, it's a new year, Corey. It is. But it's not a new podcast. It's still the powerful no, Nerdcast. No, it's pretty much the same. Old, you know? <laughs> but it does feel good to be back. Did you have a good new year? I did. I had a very good new year. I got yes. pretty much just completely plastered. Uh, ate a lot of good food. Hung out with my brother and his family mm-hmm. and saw some really awesome fireworks. That's awesome. Which went on until four in the morning and it didn't matter that there was a brand new law in Georgia that says you can only shoot them until 2 a.m. People been fire. I still hear them in my neighborhood. I heard them a week or two before New Year's and then a week or two after New Year's. Mm-hmm. No one cares. They're like, ooh, fireworks. And no. they just light them off. If anything, it's just good to have fireworks back. There was a time like a couple of years ago where we live where it was kind of taboo and you really couldn't do anything. Yeah, we're from the state of Georgia. And I mean, they just legalized them this year here. You made it sound mm-hmm. like a time long ago, a time yeah. four months ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When you couldn't buy fireworks. Before the dark times. Yeah. Before the empire. It's just, but I guess it's also really unsafe. Like, imagine having a store full of explosives. Mm -hmm. Like, it's probably really unsafe. I guess. (laughs) It it doesn't seem that bad for everybody in South Carolina where there's a fireworks standard shop like every two miles. Yeah, it's true. But most of those shops are always huge metal warehouses. Do you ever realize that? Yeah, they tend to be. So they're not like. I'm sure that's an intentional design. Yeah, they're like high roofs, metal structure, you know, but like Mm -hmm. if you had a house that was a fireworks store that shit's like ready to burn down mm-hmm. with one one wrong roman candle you think they have like a smoking rule when you're inside <laughs> like, like a fireworks building? i think they're like no idiots allowed and that assumes <laughs> that that covers that <laughs> well guys uh we have a pretty awesome episode for you guys today mostly you just us rambling you can vape <laughs> that, that still seems like a bad idea it seems like any sort of smoke or fire vaping guys are so funny exactly. we, we have one of our friends that vapes and uh it, it's just funny because all of a sudden there'll just be a cloud of smoke like randomly yeah and you're like what is that it, it just like, oh, just two weeks I'm ago vaping, i was hanging bro. out with my friend ben and uh he, he's one of those uh badass guys who not only vapes but also smokes at the same <laughs> like, time why not i gotta double up that cancer odds <laughs> exactly and he always intentionally like we usually we'll go out to eat and uh he hangs out in his car and he hot boxes the shit out of that intentionally with his nasty ass vanilla, fake vanilla <laughs> smelling vape smoke. Uh, and he always thinks it's hilarious. It's stupid. It's nasty. I don't know. I don't you know. You don't look like Snoop Dogg when you get out of the car. You look like a white guy in a Corolla. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> you look like a dude sucking off a robot dong. Like it's just, there's nothing impressive about it. To me, vaporizers are like the equivalent of those Bluetooth devices people started using mm. a lot in the mid 2000s. Okay. Is it the earpiece one or is it the one that goes around the neck that has earpiece? The... Okay. But you know the one that goes around the neck that has little dongles that come out and attach? Yeah. Like everyone looks like they're about to go for a jog. Yeah. And you're like, you're not going for a jog. What are you doing wearing that? Yeah. But the other thing is, I don't care if you want to vaporize. Mm -hmm. I really don't. I think it's stupid. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to stop you from vaporizing. Oh, no, no, no. Do it all you want. Go crazy. Power to you. Am I going to say, are you sucking off a robot every time I see you? Maybe. Maybe. But that's the burden. I might make a joke about it. You're going to have, that's the burden you're going to have to bear. Mm. That's your, that's your vaping cross. (laughs) (laughs) Carried it up the hill, man. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So, yeah, let's talk about some shit. In this podcast. Yeah, before we get to the topics that we have written down, because this was uh, made for a previous episode, I just want to talk about some of the things that have been going on over the course of the last week. Uh, Did you watch any of the Golden Globes on Sunday? I only watched Ricky Gervais introduce Mel Gibson, which was hilarious. It was. And then I watched uh, um, Jim Carrey Mm -hmm. when he's like... His, his I loved his rant. He had this one line at the very end where he's like, yeah, and if you took a picture of the Milky Way... And took a snapshot, you still couldn't even find a bleep of human existence anywhere in there if you'd stared at it for millions of years. But don't worry, these are important. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, because he was just trying to say, 
look, this is a big, we're all just whacking each other off. Yeah, here, guys. we're really just, str- the whole point of these award shows, you know, Oscars, Golden Globes, they're just stroking their ego. Yeah. You know, they're basically rewarding themselves for being the kings of the universe. Um, or the entertainment universe or yeah. whatever universe you want to say. And mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with those guys at the top of their game doing mm-hmm. what they want to do. Yeah. But I just like that the actors are so self-aware now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everyone can talk their mind a lot more than they used to. Like the world has chilled out a lot. As the world has also PC'd up, you mm-hmm. know, and universities have become safe places where Z and they <laughs> are now <laughs> uh, pronouns for sexuality or uh, gender. The, the the entertainment world is also chilled out and people can say whatever they want, you know, with mm-hmm. like Instagram and instant connection, you know, people mm-hmm. can communicate really well. And I think Jim Carrey even had a big speech that went viral like earlier 2015 about like what you should do. And there was also a very famous quote of Jim Carrey saying, I wish everyone could have money so they could realize it doesn't make you happy, you know, because <laughs> he has like he's like an artist now and he does whatever he wants. Jim Carrey, the artiste. Yeah. Never imagined that one. What, what was that? Did he come up with this after filming Sunshine of the Spotless Mind or whatever the hell that was? He had his called? artistic moment, didn't he? Yeah. He was also in that other the majestic. one. Majestic. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Boring. I know. I wanted to like it so bad. Yeah. I watched it like three times. I could never get through it. Mm-mm. And I just would always like change the channel. You know, I think the, the, the closest thing he did to doing like an artsy movie would probably be The Truman Show, which. Which is a great you know, film. It wasn't even completely a unique film altogether, but for the time, like it just the timing for it was perfect because that's when like reality shows were just starting to begin. Yeah, I, I'd still say that's the closest I like to see Jim Carrey going doing something even slightly serious. But he's still Jim Carrey in that movie. Yeah, you know, he still has a lot of his classic mannerisms and everything. Like I always wondered, like what they they did the Truman Show, but like what happened? Like they'd always pull away. Supposedly they watched him all the time, mm-hmm. but yet they never showed him like taking a shit. You don't want to watch Jim Carrey take a big dump, do you? <laughs> I don't know. The premise of that there, movie there, is there broken. There had to be a board meeting yeah. that these guys... All right, we're about to start the Truman Show, the biggest TV project in the history of mankind. We've got to decide what we show and what we don't show. Defecation, pissing, whacking off, <laughs> <laughs> um, having sex with uh, you know girlfriends or wife. You know We can't show any of that stuff. There have to be certain no. things because you got to admit, there's got to be like... Some episodes of the Truman Show are like, hey, did you see Truman Show last night? No, it kind of sucked. All he did was watch Monday Night Football. And whack it. Like, they have to... <laughs> exactly. exactly. You know, there have to be moments where they're like, eh, do we... You know, but the thing about the Truman Show, like, did they show it 24-7? Or was it like, tonight at 8 o'clock, Truman no, stubs no, they his just toe. showed it 24-7. Okay. That was the kind of the concept. Okay. So, I guess they'd fake it and, like, go pull off to other actors faking the world or something. Because mm-hmm. they never really explained that very well. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it was... But there's no way they can make him spontaneously start being interesting at eight every night. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that's why I thought it was like a 24 hour TV show. Mm-hmm. That movie is good though. Yeah, I highly I recommend it. And I've gone to the, uh, the, um, grocery store, uh, that's in a place in Florida, mm-hmm. uh, where he was like, where he like threw things. He's like, what's everyone doing now? You know, I forget <laughs> the scene, but he would like, he like, started oh, he would chaos. like, he would like walk in and you do like the <laughs> go back. Are they looking? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There, was, but I've been in that grocery store, and because oh. uh, it's in Florida, and I went uh, to some seaside town, and it was there, and there was like pictures of Jim Carrey with uh, the owner of the store and stuff. Oh yeah, I yeah. thought that was kind of cool. I'd imagine whatever town that was filmed in, you know, they totally take advantage of the whole. Yeah, thing. you know where the big circle is and stuff, where the cars drove around. I'm pretty sure that was all the same town and mm-hmm. stuff, so it was kind of cool. And it's kind of like how, uh, you know, in Forrest Gump, m- most people don't even notice it. Like to us, it's, it's kind of a big deal. You know, Forrest yeah. Gump for half the movie is in Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, on that Just bench. Hang- yeah, in the middle of that town square, which I've been to like over 10 times. Yeah, I've been there a few uh, times and too. And people go there just to sit down on that bench with a box of chocolates just to have their picture taken. Oh, that bench has been removed a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's just the area now. Yeah. I remember I, bu- I was but there. But there are like little places around there. This is where Forrest Gump was filmed. You know, there's, there's all types of pictures all over the place just to remind you. There's the diner Jenny was in when he mm-hmm. ran over to her apartment when he finally figured it out. Like, oh, that's like within walking mm-hmm. distance of that park in Savannah. Yeah. But uh, so. going back to the Golden Globes. Um, it's funny you mentioned the Truman Show too, and it went all to that. That was a uh, you know I never saw the Truman Show uh, when it came out for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was only after like I saw it winning all these awards and like going to the Oscars and stuff, and they were talking about it that I actually decided to give the movie a chance. And that's I think the cool, really the the silver lining of these award shows is they do bring awareness to movies that you know some people would otherwise never even look at. Um, you know, case in point, you know, The Revenant, which I, I you know I think we're probably going to end up seeing that anyway. But, like, 
that movie's... I don't even know how they were able to, like, get awards for that yet, though, because didn't it just release, like, in January? I was so confused. They did an early release mm -hmm. in uh, late December mm -hmm. uh, in Select Cities only, mm -hmm. and then they released it on the 8th, mm -hmm. and then it's winning awards first thing that movie. Maybe there's an award cycle that we are unaware of that uh, it was eligible for mm -hmm. that we didn't understand because we're not in that world like mm -hmm. that. So, yeah, but I haven't seen The Revenant. I've just seen clips, the trailers, and then I've sort of stopped watching it because I'm trying to not see everything. Mm -hmm. You've seen the bear attack scene. You I said have. It, you said it was horrific. It's it's already been taken off of YouTube. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, like the night after the Golden Globes, they're like, oh, shit, this movie's going to be really popular after people see this award show. Yeah. Uh, it was already poised to be a big movie before, and now it's just going to explode. Yeah, and if you don't know why The Revenant is such a big movie, it's uh, big because, one, they filmed it in chronological order. Mm -hmm. Rare. Don't do that very often. Two, it was only filmed with available light. So what they would do is they would rehearse the scene all day and then when the right light would show up during the day when the sun was in the right position they would shoot the the shot mm -hmm. and then just use some really powerful uh area alexa camera I, I think is the term and or the model and mm -hmm. uh just like super awesome dynamic range and if you don't know what dynamic range is it's called also called latitude of a camera and it's how far it can see into the blacks and the whites before they all just blow out or get become solid black and a camera that can see way into the blacks and way into the lights has a high dynamic range. So they use some like crazy camera that doesn't matter because natural light, you know. Take a picture, like point your cell phone at someone with a window behind them and you're gonna just see a big white blob behind you or you're gonna focus on the window and then you're gonna see out the window but you're just gonna have a black interior. Mm -hmm. Now it doesn't look that way to your eyes because your eyes have a dynamic range of about 25 stops if I'm not mistaken. So like, it's take, just very, take notes, guys. Sorry, I'm, I'm going getting becoming a camera nerd here. But the point is that for them to attempt a movie this way was very groundbreaking mm -hmm. with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. But it also has the cinematographer from Birdman. Yeah. So it makes sense because exactly. he's a brave dude that does these long, mm -hmm. continuous shots. And there's no way these guys weren't rehearsing all the time. And uh, I heard Leonardo DiCaprio killed it in this movie. I've also heard people complain about how long it is. Like they say it could have been like, like cut in half it could have been an hour and a half movie instead of like a two-hour movie or whatever it is or two hours and 15 minutes yeah. so because i mean this is also a movie that's that's based on true events but it's also based on a, a book yeah. like the, it the the character hugh glass that's uh -huh. actually uh leonardo dicaprio's character i believe that's his name uh this was a real guy uh -huh. this is this is a story that happened obviously this is a hollywood film that's based on a book as well so there are going to be things that are taken out of context did you ever hear about sue aiken do you know who that is? Sue Aiken is a person who uh, is part of this one of those Alaskan Bush people shows mm -hmm. or something that oh, uh, yeah. a discovery. Mountain Man, on, Mountain Man. on Discovery Channel, but right after Moonshiners. <laughs> she has a story about how she was attacked by a bear because she ran a uh, uh, camp 150 miles north of the Arctic Circle. Mm -hmm. Where the Arctic Circle is like a, an equator line way up north on the planet, so she runs a place that much higher than the arctic circle 150 miles north and she's like the only person around for like 40 miles maybe 50 miles you know and she was up there by herself getting camp ready and she got attacked by a bear and uh it almost killed her and it broke her hip and a whole bunch of other things and then she crawled back to her camp grabbed her gun crawled back to the creek bed where it attacked her she killed the bear and then crawled back to her camp and waited uh i think eight days for a supply uh plane to come in and she got airlifted to the hospital from damn there. <laughs> that is hard core by I herself the, the, i think the best part of that story is that she went, went back, back and to fucking kill the killed the bear yeah like she was she was clearly like hurt but at the same time she was pissed she's, she's like, like i'm not gonna let that bear do that to me i'm gonna go back down there and shoot it in the face she said it probably would have killed her and eaten her but it was a young bear and it didn't really know what to do with its kill so mm. it just sort of was playing with her at a certain point and then yeah. just left so that's the thing, like a lot of these, like, you know, ever since the Revenant was announced and it's been out, you know, over the course of like the last week and it had that early release, you go to any like YouTube search engine, you type in like bear attack or bear something, every comment 
every 100 comments is all about The Revenant now. Really? Yeah, it's all connected to that. People have seen this movie, and they're like, oh, shit, I want to see how like accurate this really is. Yeah. And there are some amazing videos. Not, like, violent videos, mind you, because, frankly, I, I don't like watching that stuff. But there's a lot of great videos of just, like, people who go into the, the mountains. you see the video of the bear killing a deer in this dude's backyard? No. There is a video of a bear just straight up murdering a deer in a dude's backyard. I guess he chased the deer down, mm. and then all of a sudden this guy goes back, and this deer's like, whoa, whoa, and this bear's just ripping it apart, you know, just in this dude's backyard. The circle <laughs> of life. It's not fucking yoga ba- Yogi Bear out there, man. <laughs> no, you know, it's not. It's dark shit. Nature doesn't give a fuck about you. No, it does not. And uh, so, yeah, if you guys want to search that video, mm. it's not hard to find. Just say bear attack deer in backyard. It's like those, sure. those dudes who go on, uh, like, the Appalachian Trail, or they go on, like, bike trails and stuff. Like, there's a lot of videos there's this one, this guy, he has like a GoPro uh, cam attached to his helmet, and he's just casually riding through the woods, looks to his right, big-ass grizzly, just, <laughs> you know, when those things move, you see everything just shaking, their muscles are twitching, and this dude, it's like a six-minute video of him running away from a bear on a bike. Bears can and, run like 30 miles an hour. And what he does, yeah, it's, it's, it's horrifying, actually, and at the very end of the video, he gets off of his bike, throws the bike behind him, and hides behind a tree. You can see him peering around the corner of the tree, and this bear is just, like, looking for him, and it's so terrifying, and then you just hear a gunshot in the background, and the bear runs away, but damn, that dude, his <laughs> adrenaline, you just have to imagine, like, what he was thinking right there. I mean, yeah. what, what would you do? Would you just keep riding as hard as you could? I mean, that's probably... That's really the only option you have. I mean, yeah. people were like, oh, no, get in a fetal position. Fuck that. I'm going to haul all sorts of major ass. You want this gigantic, And pray that I have some sort of knife on me. That wouldn't matter. You know how thick a bear's skin is? Oh, it's it's thick. That's and even what... if you got through it, you're still going to hit bones. Yeah. You're not going to hit its organs. You got to go for the face. I don't know, man. That's going to piss it off. <laughs> no, it probably will. Um, you know, I mean, all types of those What are the chances of- are you going to stab it in both eyes? Not, Not good. good. I mean, ki- those things, reflexes, are, they're just, they're so much more powerful and commanding, especially if it's a, a grizzly bear. I mean, those things Still, are Still, just- what's a, like, you remember, I don't know, if you ever had, like, uh, weight training or anything, you mm-hmm. remember you'd be, like, 150 pounds, yeah. and then the dude that's, like, 200 could lift, like, way more than you. Yeah. Like, he was just a more powerful human being. Mm-hmm. So then, imagine what a 200-pound person is versus a 500-pound bear just, or a 1,000-pound bear. You're not going to win. You're not going to win. No. There's no winning against that. Unless if, you're... Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> in which case you just get lucky as shit. Yeah, well, then you just fight for your life and hope it works out. But mm. you're still not really in control. Mm. You just fight for your life. Or you're fucking Zangief from Street Fighter, <laughs> who who claims that he trains by wrestling with bears. Those bears don't want to kill him. Isn't that pretty fucking metal, though? <laughs> Can't you imagine, like, Zangief picking up a grizzly bear with, his, like, his bear arms and then jumping up and spinning with it in the air and then slamming down? <laughs> It's not That's real. That's awesome. Remember Peter the, would hate it, but it's awesome. You remember that Will Ferrell movie uh, where there was a bear and he was playing basketball? Oh, shit. Was it that stupid? Was it, it the basketball movie Yeah, he was it didn't in? do well, though. God, I can't even remember the name of that one. All I remember was Will Ferrell had a fro. Anyway, um, yeah. the next year, uh, that bear and its trainer, accidentally, that bear, like, accidentally bit his trainer in the neck and killed him. Just, mm. you know, just playing around with him. Didn't know. Bit down. Just playing around. Yeah. God. And then that bear killed a guy. That's why you shouldn't have these type of, like, you know, creatures. You shouldn't treat them like pets or anything. You need to treat them like wild animals. What was the word they used? Anthropomorphication? I can't remember. Anthropomorphic? Yeah. Like they sort of, like, make it seem like it's a human or like a dog. Like it's a pet. That is not a dog. No, they're not. You can train them (laughs) as much as you want. They're going to fuck you up. It's just like why you can't own a tiger as a pet. Exactly. I want a tiger. I'm going to be straight up honest with you guys. You said that's like the tenth time you said that on this podcast. <laughs> I want I don't a know tiger. why you want a tiger so bad. Because they're cool looking. Those things are just as dangerous, if not more, than a bear. Yeah, because they're faster. They're way faster. They're, they're probably more calculating in how mm-hmm. how they could because they want to kill you. Bears sometimes just want to fucking play with you. I mean, a tiger is just one step away from like a classic saber toothed tiger. Those things' teeth, their roar alone will like shake you to your knees. You know they have a uh, uh, tigers have um, indicators in their teeth. So if they bite down but they don't get a vein, they can tell where the vein is, and then they'll rebite to get the vein just so you bleed out. God, that's metal as hell. <laughs> they have vein detecting teeth. That is so teeth fucking nerves. metal. I know. That's crazy. How do you know all the? I I, well, I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast way too much. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Ninety percent of the time when I listen to Joe Rogan, he's either telling a really gross story, yeah, like sexualized type of story, 
or it's like something like about a gnarly animal video. I always remember that one episode where he's like, just look up like lion eating rhino and just, I'm, and he's like, I'm watching this video right now and it's just ripping its like spine out. It's so messed up, but I can't look away. You should type in real quick, Corey, type in bear versus deer in backyard. I just wanted to see your reaction to this. I know it's fucked up world. I'm sorry. And, uh, but yeah, if you want to follow along, feel free to search. Uh, I'm sure it's right there, but yeah. So yeah, that's one of the other things. Uh, I'm never going to hide it. The Joe Rogan experience is a huge influence on his podcast. And I listen to that one religiously. So I'm going to borrow from that from time. I to love time. the search term that immediately came up. Bear kills deer in residential backyard, <laughs> residential backyard. I just, uh, all right, here's the 48. Oh my God. This is already fucked up. Is there no sound? Where's the sound? I don't want to hear sound. You got to You got to get the sound. It helps Shit. sell it. It helps sell it. <laughs> this is the most <laughs> fucked up podcast we've officially ever done. This dude's just. Oh, oh no, Bambi, no. Fuck. It's not even a very like the bear's not that much bigger than that deer. No, but it's I'm done. <laughs> fucking terrifying <laughs> the circle of life yeah the circle of life is fucked up yeah man so you know funny or intense animal videos they're all yeah. over there so the revenant i want to go see yeah, that I don't, <laughs> yeah, I, you know like i said it all goes back to the revenant and that freaking bear scene um but yeah that, that that movie cleaned up at the golden globes you know everybody was praising leo I, I think they finally should i think the dude deserves an oscar at this point it's a joke at this point. Yeah, it's, it's like, why is this guy not fucking one yet? It makes no freaking sense at all. He's I one of wonder, the greatest actors of our time. I wonder how he feels, like, if he's like, they better fucking do it, or if he's like, eh, I'm really, I'm fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. It really doesn't matter if I win one or not at this point, you know? <laughs> it's it's interesting. I don't I don't know if he's ever talked about that or not. I'm sure he's a little myth, just a little bit, you know? Um, I mean, you know, he just wants to be recognized by all of his peers and everything. But uh, I, I think this movie might have a good opportunity of finally doing that for him. I think my favorite thing about the Golden Globes, though, and, and the thing is, like, I rarely watch the Golden Globes. Just, there wasn't really that much on on Sunday night. Um, is Ricky Gervais just such an amazing host who does not give a shit about what anyone thinks? And he's been causing all sorts of bullshit controversy over the last week because everybody's like, dude, you need to apologize for that Caitlyn Jenner joke that you made and all that other stuff that he did. Caitlyn Jenner needs to, I don't even think Caitlyn Jenner's ever offended. It's like her cronies that get yeah, offended. Yeah, it is. I don't, I really don't think that Bruce gives a shit. Yeah. It's just like, you know, he went out on stage and, and you know, she, Caitlyn I don't know Jenner, this actually. Yeah, I don't Caitlyn, know. He's like, Caitlyn Jenner's had a really great year so far. She's gone through a lot of changes. You know, that's the obvious joke, but then it all ends with him doing this great joke. Uh, he's like, but she's not really doing a great job in making like a name for women drivers. Oh. So like, I thought that was the killer. Oh, and everybody literally, just, um, yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. And everybody just immediately went out on their Twitter and like, that, that, that is awful. You can't say that. And his all, his only response is just like, I don't care. And if you care about this, you're a whiny little bitch. Basically, you know what is ridiculous that you say that we can't bring up that Caitlyn Jenner killed a person. And no one talks about it. Mm -hmm. That's the ridiculous thing that I should be able to talk about. Mm -hmm. You know, I think everyone should. There should be a goddamn asterisk next to her name. Murderer and women. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, what is it? Um, Like women. Woman of the year, whatever it is. You know, like uh, she's leading women's rights or transgender mm -hmm. rights. And I don't have a problem with anyone doing anything with their life. Mm -hmm. I really don't. But to, to hold her up to some high point just seems... Like, we're missing the point. Like, aren't we? Don't you think so, Corey? Like, Incredibly, yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on with society? Why is she so important? You I mean, know? there have been tons of transgender people before. They're not giving them any medals or anything. Yeah. No know. offense to Bruce or anything. I'm going to always refer to him as Bruce. He's fucking Bruce Jenner, all right? Okay. Olympic star. Um, you didn't see him on the Wheaties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Diaz, one of my favorite comedians, he's like, you didn't see him on the Wheaties. You didn't grow up with him as an Olympic star and then see him. Like he was an icon. Yeah. You know, still is. And now he's got a fucking vagina that looks like a bat with its mouth open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, oh God, I love Joey Diaz. It's much easier to talk about than watch this shitty <laughs> bear destroying this deer video. Oh, my God. Did you finish it? Yeah. I, I, well, that's the thing. There's like three versions of the video. I chose the super condensed version because I don't oh, want to yeah. see the one that goes on for like two fucking minutes. And I didn't even watch all the one yeah. that I looked at. <laughs> you know, I don't, I'm just, God, I just. I wonder what that guy was thinking, you know, because that type of shit does kind of happen sometimes. Like when you see like a wild animal that up close that you don't expect. When I was younger, uh, me and my family, we lived on our own property, like out in the middle of the fucking woods. Uh, never saw any bears or anything like that. Saw a few coyotes. But I remember distinctly one morning, I think it was 1995, me and my brother woke up. It was still Christmas break. We had two dogs and they liked to stay outside. We let them in occasionally, but they actually liked to sleep outside. And uh, the morning we woke up, our, uh, and it's a chow, just to sort of illustrate, like, what, you know, this this battle that went down. It's a medium-sized dog? Yeah, so it's kind of a medium-sized, real poofy fur and everything. And we just, we hear all this fucking ruckus going outside, and it's right next to our basketball goal. And we walked outside, we went through the carport, we look outside, and our dog is fighting against these two giant wild boars. And Whoa. if you've never seen one of thing, these things up close, <laughs> no. they're fucking terrifying. It's not like Pumbaa from The Lion King at all. These things just make the most horrible, oh, vicious pi- pigs noises. Pigs are very vocal. Pigs and they're are... just, their tusks are huge. Yeah. And like my brother literally had to grab a twenty two, run out onto the front porch, and start firing at these damn things. Yeah, like that would do a because, damn thing against a pig. Because like I said, uh, our chow was going up against them, like, getting up in their faces, barking. Our other dog, which was a beagle, was hiding under the steps. (laughs) Didn't want anything to do with these fuckers. Yeah. Uh, But our chow was just freaking out when we saw these things, and good God, these things were damn horrifying. Like, just absolutely massive. Just a giant muscle with teeth. Big black animals, you know? And just the noises they made. That was the most horrifying thing. That's what woke us up. It was real early in the morning. I believe it was, like, 7 or something. And there was a little bit of snow out. And just, God, it was one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen. If I saw a fucking bear doing something like that, I'd piss (laughs) my pants, man. Yeah, uh, you know, I've seen some animals. Mm -hmm. I saw a groundhog once. That was cool. My mom, (laughs) uh, she she lives in this uh, little city in North Georgia, uh, very small population, like super countrified, basically. And uh, she, in her yard, has a groundhog problem. Like, and they're big. They're like they're gigantic. Huge. They're like gigantic hamsters. Yeah, and like you will <laughs> see those little fuckers running in the field. She has this huge yard, and uh, she she picks them off like once a month with her gun as well, <laughs> uh, which is it's really awesome because uh, I'd never even seen my mom hold a gun until she moved to her new house. Yeah. in North Georgia, and like she. She she donates them to uh, this this hunter down the street who I swear to God I'm not even joking he literally ca- he like eats them. Well, you know it's meat it's whatever yeah. you know. But I mean these things are like this big around. They're very they're gi- big, fat, big 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 animals. Huge as shit, and they destroy your garden. That's the main thing. Like they, they just they destroy everything in their path. They burrow everywhere, and they're just they're they're big getting rats. under the trees. Yeah, they, they literally are giant rats. Yeah, they're big. Uh, the I point remember- is, don't fuck with nature. It'll fuck you up. No. I, I watched my dog fight a groundhog once, and it was pretty terrifying, mm. you know? And I had a big, medium-sized German Shepherd, a female, and she went at it with a groundhog and had to get over there and separate them and blow the groundhog's head, head off with the twenty two. <laughs> Holy crap. Well, it was hurting my dog, too. Yeah, yeah. I also probably should have tried to not... Uh, my dog found it, and there's, so there's nothing I could do to get my dog not interested in it now, you know? It's like when your child's locked onto it, what are you going to do? You know, mm. you're that now you have to deal with getting rid of the other animal. And no offense to Dakota or anything. Dakota was a German shepherd, but also the most <laughs> a wuss lap dog German shepherd. I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. So she, uh, she wasn't good at killing things, mm. you know, so she just didn't have it in her. She was good at being fuzzy. <laughs> that's, that's what she did. You know, so she just, did it well. I did it there. I did it. I walked up and I blasted it. Mm. It was, you know, Hey, man, that's just life in Georgia. Moonshiners, 8 o'clock, Discover Channel. Learn something, I guess. (laughs) Discover shitty reality TV Mm. where we make up everything. Okay, Uh, so uh, Golden Globes, what else? Do you want to stay on the topic, Golden Globes? Um, You know, I'm pretty satisfied with the Golden Globes. Um, You know, I just really wanted to highlight, you know, more of just The Revenant because that's a movie I'm really excited about and – uh, Ricky Gervais just, you know, still catching Gervais. a lot of heat. Gervais, Gervais. Gervais. Whatever. The dude's catching a lot of heat this week, and I really don't think he needs to worry about any of it, and he's not. 
Um, he's a comedian. The, it's the fourth time that I think he's even hosted the award show. So why are they inviting him back? Him back? Exactly because they like they're what bringing he's doing. him back for a reason. It's not like and he. I think he's done way worse stuff. I think he's been way more ruder to a lot of people. Like I remember years ago, he did this great thing where he introduced Tom Hanks and Tim Allen. Oh, like, they're both going to come out on stage yeah. and present an award. And he does this whole spiel where he's like, all right, our next two presenters uh, presenters are just amazing. And he goes to, like, the whole Tom Hanks thing, Castaway, Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, one of the greatest actors of our time. He spends, like, three minutes talking about Tom Hanks. And then he's like, and then our next presenter is Tim Allen. That's it. Like, that's <laughs> all he said about Tim Allen. So he's not afraid to make fun of anyone. You know, Tim Allen was a real dirty comedian. Uh, and has an arrest record for selling cocaine before he nailed that TV uh-huh. show. Yeah, he has a way dark history where he was like uh, arrested for selling cocaine and was a super dark comedian and then landed that home improvement TV show and turned into America's dad. Wow. And no crazy. one knows about Santa that. Santa Claus is a coke dealer? Yeah, he was a coke dealer. That's pretty strange. Shuffling some snow. You know that's, what where I'm the white, that's where that white powder was coming from. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jeez. No one knows that. Actually, Tim Allen's not even really famous anymore, if you ask me. Not- Really? He got that's uh, you know uh, uh Joe Rogan also talks about how when people get too famous they have to they don't like relate anymore so mm-hmm. it's hard for them to do comedy like like what's Tim Allen gonna do? Yeah, so yesterday my Ferrari broke down. You know, it's like no one relates to that shit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so like you have to try really hard to kind of stay, mm-hmm. you know, connected to the general public and. I guess they just don't want to do that. I mean, you never know. We we live in the age of sequels and remakes. We might get a Galaxy Quest too. I you like Galaxy know. Quest, by the way. I'm not I'm not demeaning Tim Allen's acting chops. I just think Mm-mm. it's funny that he was America's dad for a long time on Home Improvement. I never even liked that show that much. Me either. Like when I was younger, like me I, I was more of a Family Matters kind of guy. Steve Urkel. Yeah, Steve Urkel did it for me. Mm-hmm. Sitcoms aren't like that anymore. They're definitely not like that anymore. I mean, they're they're still similar in many senses. I don't really watch any sitcoms me anymore. Either. Maybe like, that's also what I mean. I don't like. Watch uh, I mean, what what is there now? There's uh, Big Bang Theory, which. I don't really care for it because it just stereotypes the fuck out of nerds. I don't like it because it doesn't make nerds the winners. It makes nerds look like the losers. Maybe they win sometimes because mm-hmm. I haven't watched the show much, but it's like you're boiling us down to the most purest shit. You know, it's mm-hmm. not. We're not all like that. We're, you okay? know, maybe I like being a nerd and then the other times I go work out. Yeah. You know, maybe I like being a nerd. And, and I don't even like that stereotype. Like, it's just. It, it just it, it's a stereotype of stereotypes, you know. Yeah, I don't actually like the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. I don't think many nerds like the Big Bang Theory. I think uh, general population sheep people like it and think they're mm-hmm. being nerds. Yeah. <laughs> general I mean? population sheep people. Yeah, I like it, and they're like, "Oh, I'm so nerdy because I understood that Star Wars reference." And I'm like, "Get the fuck off TV!" <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, don't talk to me about fucking the Big Bang Theory. If I tell you I do a podcast called The Powerful Nerdcast and you ask me if I watch The Big Bang Theory next, I was like, you do not understand me. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry. I had to rant for a second. It has there. to be a little popular if it's still on the air, though. Those, but, uh... Every one of those actors is almost making a million an episode. I'd act like an idiot on that for that. That is insane. <laughs> you gonna You going to play Powerball, Corey? Uh, no. Me either. Um, I mean, I considered it, you know, I don't even know how to play Powerball. Like, I isn't never that, do the lottery. Why isn't there a video somewhere that shows you how to play Powerball? Because I don't know I how don't to play know. either. I mean, there are people who are pawning their cars. To buy tickets? To buy tickets. Just so that they can, like, have a better chance of winning. But, I mean, it's, it's the, you know, it's been said before. You have a better chance of getting hit by lightning. You got a better chance of getting bit by a shark. Better chance of getting attacked by a bear and getting killed like that deer mm. in the backyard. <laughs> And it goes back to the beer. <laughs> but yeah, that, that whole Powerball thing has just been, that's all I've been hearing about on the radio to work every morning. And that's what everybody's just been talking about. Even my, my parents are playing into it. You know, I mean, it's just, and if they win, <laughs> hell yeah, that'll be awesome. But uh, I mean, just the chances, the odds uh, are, are just insane, especially because there are certain states. Uh, my biggest fear, of course, would be, you know, you win the money. Uh, in Georgia, if you do win that money, you have to come forth about it. Like you have to, like they're gonna let everybody know this is the guy who won all this damn money. And I know, like when that happens, there are gonna be people I haven't seen in years who are gonna be coming to my door, you know. And then of course you have to make the even bigger decision: like, do you take all the money as one lump sum, or do you do it as like an annuity where you get pay- paid like so much over the course of like thirty years? There's just you take it all at once. You got to because mm-hmm. okay, it's one point six billion. Mm-hmm. But if you take it all at once, you get eight hundred million. I mean, it's like welcome to the one percent. <laughs> yeah, you know? welcome. To I the mean, one- you're going to be paying uh, a quarterly tax now. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, and it's, no, no, no. You'd only pay taxes once because you pay the taxes when you get your money because it was one point six billion, mm-hmm. and then you get your eight hundred million, and then you're done. Eight hundred million. <clears throat> but uh, if you had that much money, I don't. That's an that seems immeasurable. I don't like, even know what I do with that much money. I don't know what I do with her. I mean, I. I, you know, obviously the obvious things, get a new house, probably buy some property, get a new car, you know, just the normal things, uh, you know, hook up my family, hook up some of my friends, play golf with Tiger Woods. I wouldn't (laughs) want to play with Tiger Woods. He's a dick. Yeah. (laughs) Play golf with someone else. I'd rather play golf with a bear that was killing the deer. Yeah. Uh, get a power armor suit like Iron Man. You know, I don't know. That'd be so cool. (laughs) I'd get goofy shit, Mm -hmm. but I also wouldn't, I wouldn't drive a Ferrari. No. I wouldn't drive. I just get a really awesome like Acura or something. You like you know like <laughs> I I would get like yeah that's the thing. Everybody has like kind of their dream car. Um, I wouldn't get anything too elaborate. I, I would get like a neon green fucking Mustang. Neon green. You know, Mustang. As simple as that. I don't know why. <laughs> I know that sounds weird. I love that color on a Mustang. Uh, you know, and it's not even that crazy of a car. Anybody can get a fucking Mustang. It's just. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I say that now. Maybe I would just go crazy and buy like fur coats and shit and all types of dumb crap. <laughs> you know, just go completely crazy with my money. I'm not, I'm not really sure, but there's not much I want. Um, a lot of it, obviously, you need to be smart with that type of money, though, too. You know, it, and you also have to consider like this is not just my money anymore. This could be money for the, my family's future for the rest of my life. Yeah, and like their you, lives and their lives. This could change my family's legacy forever. Exactly. Yeah, if, you, if you did it right, mm-hmm. you know, like you could hell the fucking interest alone on that. I mean, the biggest thing uh, I would probably do would be traveling. That'd be the big one. I don't know how much money, how much interest that would be, but if you got like 2% interest on $800 million, I don't know the math of that. Shit, I don't know math. That's that, my worst subject. <laughs> that would be so much money. Mm-hmm. You could literally say, okay, I think I get like 16000 a month on interest alone, so I think I'll just live off 16000 a month and mm-hmm. never actually spend any of it. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be. That would be ridiculous. I mean, the biggest thing to me, though, would probably be the house and yeah. uh, ensuring that like, I would just I would make the most tricked out basement. Yeah. Just I'd make it like a museum of just of gaming all the shit and... that I love. Yeah. You know, there'd be a whole room just for Gundam shit. <laughs> like that if I won the Powerball, I would finally get back into Gundam models cuz I'd have all the time in the world to work on that shit. Yes, you would. Mm-hmm. And I'd you put could... them in glass cases. <laughs> and fucking like I would go nuts. Like I would make the ultimate man cave basically with a house on top. You remember that guy in Japan where his mom threw away his Gundam model so he burnt the house down? No. Yeah, you never heard about that? No. Just the... Google search that. Say, guy burns down house after mom throws away Gundam models. That's real. That is real. That's when you need to move out. If your mom's having to throw away your Gundam models, maybe you're probably in your 30s. <laughs> you need to get out. <laughs> oh, shit. It's not Corey say, oh, shit. Okay, uh, Japanese man burns down house over Gundam models. This is real, real, <laughs> and it's disturbing. Twenty-nine-year-old Yoshifumi Takabe. Good job, Corey. Yeah, I tr- I tried there. There's it, it's actually Yoshifumi Takabe. <laughs> There's gonna be someone like that. God, we are, I'm not gonna get into that. We already had a whole podcast about pronunciation of anime bullshit. Yeah. You know, by the way, make sure to check out tomorrow's new episode of Naruto, guys. <laughs> With Akatsuki. <laughs> God. No one gets uh, that joke unless you're Sometimes being a social anime fan can be kind of annoying. Yeah. Uh, that's why I like conventions. No one judges you, man. But, uh, yeah, this is uh, pretty freaking messed up that this kid would do this. Or I shouldn't say kid. He's 29 years He's old. He's 29 years old. You know, there's no way that he should be doing something like this. But, I mean, it must have been one hell of a model. So his, mom, his mom threw away. I thought his mom threw away the coal collection, and that was the problem. Uh, that's what it's looking like. Um, and he set the entire house on fire with kerosene in what was a suicide attempt as well. This guy's final, like, you know, no more plastic model kits. He's trying to go out like that one did, like one guy did in uh, Gundam Wing when he stood on the, you know, and detonated. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Hero Yui. From Gundam Wing. You actually remember that. I don't know if you saw the episode or if you just saw the two. I just saw the Toonami promo. Mission complete. Boom! Only Toonami. Yeah, that's right. God, I love watching old Toonami commercials on YouTube because they're all HD. Like, 
either someone had like master copies of like the VHS tapes that uh-huh. ran when they used them. They always like HD remaster them. I still watch those things and get goosebumps. Or so someone awesome. went back and remade it all after like the DVDs came out or something. But I mean, know? it still has like the announcer, uh, Peter Cullen, the voice of uh, Optimus Prime. Oh, yeah. Like just, oh, those are some great commercials, man. Uh, modern Toonami is, is it's mostly the same for the most part. Um, I just, I usually don't watch it because every show they air is shit that I've seen before. And most of that shit I've seen like over a year or more ago. So yeah, but, well, we're on the cutting edge of anime, you know, we're kind be. of a big deal. I don't mean it like that. I just mean like we, we, we review it as it comes out through fan translations mm-hmm. the day it comes out. Yeah. How the hell can you get faster than that? You know, you can't. And we're kind of a big deal. Yeah. Woo! Speaking of which, we got a pretty good season right now of anime shows. Uh, I, I haven't seen that new show you keep talking about, the W show or whatever. Dimension W. Yeah, I got to yeah, see that. It's a pretty cool show. Um, it's the Matrix, right? Basically, it, it's set in this like future where mankind has discovered this other dimension called Dimension W, hence the name of the show. And this dimension allows mankind to draw the power from it. So basically. Uh, Earth and mankind has now been sort of united because we have unlimited energy. We can do anything now. You know, basically. No more need to fight over oil or anything. Exactly. Uh, the thing is, though, uh, because of that, there are some people who still want to live in the past, and there's those who are just not accepting the future at all. And the two main characters are sort of a reflection of that. Like, the main character, uh, his name is Kiyoma. Uh, he's this dude, like, he doesn't use technology, he doesn't use firearms, he still uses a gas-powered car, which in this universe, gas is like disturbingly expensive so it's kind of ridiculous and the other character is this like lolita robot girl that's the only way i can describe it um just because she's a cute little looking girl um and she's like half robot half android and they're forced to work together and it's like they still haven't really revealed what the whole show is going to be about um but it's just it's it's really well produced what's uh, his job what's the gas guy's he's job basically like a a hitman or a bounty hunter like basically work for hire and he doesn't even use firearms like because you know that just wouldn't be the anime way he uses uh these like needle-like knives which are attached to strings which he can throw around and use but he also just uses his fists and he's just he's a badass type of character okay uh and he's the type of character that i've been waiting to see for a long time because one it's not a high school setting it's not like an annoying little kid or anything uh, it's a well-seasoned, badass type of character. Very similar to, you know, not in terms of personality, uh, but like Guts. Yeah. You know, you know, it's just not the typical anime character. If you want typical anime character, look at every other show that's airing this season. There is a lot of crap out there. Uh, <laughs> some of which I've gotten many requests for that uh, I-, I have actually watched some shows. Like, there was one I got a uh, lot of requests for. It's called Dagashi Kashi. Yeah, say that five times fast. And, Dagashi Kashi! And it, I watched it, and at the 22-minute mark, as soon as the like ending theme kicked in, I was just like, fuck this <laughs> generic bullshit. How did I sit through this entire show? How do people like this? You know, you, we, should, we should make a we should make a series. Be like, you know what's generic bullshit this anime season? <laughs> Just name off the shows. I would love to, but there are some diamonds in the rough this season. There are some good shows. Ass Class is back, like I mentioned. Dimension W is here. Uh, one of the other big surprises is a show called Erased, which could very well be another big hit of the year. It's unique. Uh-huh. It's something new. It's different, even though it's based on a manga series. The good news is it's based on a manga that's done, so we're going to get the entire story, so I cannot wait to see how that one's going to play out. There's yep. still a few more shows that are going to be playing and uh, that I am going to try and take a look at, but just, you know, just, you know, a lot of generic crap with a few diamonds in the rough, as I like to say. Mm-hmm. You know what's generic bullshit? This show, this show, this show, this show, this show, this show. Oh, that's so funny. So yeah, sorry, anime fans. Maybe maybe in the spring is when things are going to get more interesting because of course we got JoJo coming back and a few others. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, my phone's ringing. You just click one of the volume buttons on the side and it'll turn that off. There we go. There we go. Anyway, so uh, we also have. I saw we had some notes here about the new Godzilla film. Yeah, I have not um, seen this though. They haven't. Can you? Uh, have access to your laptop right now maybe you can see these pictures um so the big reveal after uh the new american godzilla movie came out by uh, gareth edwards was that japan was like oh shit that movie was really popular let's try and reinvigorate uh the japanese fans by creating a brand new japanese made godzilla film and they are making it and the reason that i'm really paying attention to this one is because it's going to be co-directed uh, not exactly household names. Um, I don't know if you'll know who they are, but there's first guy's name is uh, Hideaki Anno and well, Shinji say, Higuchi. Can you say those in your Japanese voice? I like Hideaki Anno, Shinji Higuchi. 
That's their names. Um, basically, what's really cool is this is like the creator and director of Evangelion. What? He is going to be making a Godzilla what? movie. And uh, Shinji Higuchi has also worked with him. Uh, he's also worked with him on shows like Kill La Kill, just to name a few. I've heard of it. Uh, so these guys have worked on some really high-profile uh, anime projects. And I really can't wait to see what they're going to do with Godzilla. But what's most interesting about this is just the look of Godzilla. If you can, like, hopefully find this image of it, it looks really strange. It's really terrifying, too. Uh, and it's very obvious that they're trying to get back to some sort of, like, practical effect uh, with Godzilla. Speaking of which, uh, the reason it is uh, also kind of cool in a way, uh, I think that it was uh, Shinji Higuchi, uh, who also worked on one of the live-action Attack on Titan movies, which, at the end of the day, is just a big kaiju film. And uh, they're trying to sort of taking that energy and putting it into this new Godzilla movie. But the fact that uh, Hideaki Anno is going to be working on it, the creator of Evangelion, just adds so much to this film. Have you uh, found the picture yet? Um, I think it came out like within the last week at least. That is not it. That is actually Godzilla from Final Wars. Um, uh, what should I search? I would go what to, should like, I search? Yeah, go to like, Google and type in uh, New Godzilla. Japan reboot, uh, Japan reboot, yeah, and like okay. see if you can like narrow it down to the last week. Um, it, it should be fairly easy to find, because um, it's just it's without a doubt the most distinctively different like version of. Is it called Resurgence? Yes, Godzilla Resurgence. Okay. That is going to be the name of the film, which I think is kind of a stereotypical sounding name, but it's better than just calling it straight Godzilla. There have been way too many uh, movies with that title now. Um, but if you can find it, like, there's the poster. Okay. You can kind of have, like, a, a better-looking, uh, you know, there might be some images there uh, where it almost looks like Godzilla almost looks malnourished. Like, he looks defeated. Like, he looks like he's going through some sort of weird, freaky-deaky transformation. Is that him? Uh, that is indeed it right there, man. And, okay. And uh, you can see it's drastically different uh, than some of the stuff that we've seen before. Uh, there's another great shot of it right there. What's really interesting um, is that a lot of people saw the image and they're like, wow, Godzilla just looks so drastically different. His arms are so small. His neck is absolutely gigantic. And his chest seems to be like pro protruding outward. Yeah. And according to the creators of the movie, they said that this is actually the first form that Godzilla is going to appear in in the film and that he's actually going to go through multiple transformations. Okay. Which this is... A Definitely a new gimmick for the Godzilla films. There's another one. I like that shot because his eyes remind me of like a Muppet. Yeah, it definitely has Muppet type <laughs> But at the eyes. same time, those eyes, like, they look really scary. Yeah. Like, to me, they, it just, it looks really disturbing. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are just like, what is up with this Godzilla design? It's so strange. Um, and he's going to be going through all sorts of weird transformations in the film. And considering that this one looks already fairly close to Godzilla, I'm really interested to see what they're going to turn him into as the movie goes on. Um, I, you know, I'm not going to judge it yet. Oh, that's coming out this year. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Big time. Really excited. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, keep in mind though, it is going to be a Japanese film. So if we watch it, we're probably going to have to look at it online or wait till it, uh, eventually gets some sort of release. And this is, you know, we still have a while until Gareth Edwards makes his, uh, sequel to the next one, which I'm guessing will probably be out in 2017. It's hard to say that man is going to be busy as shit because they're currently working on that next Star Wars spinoff right now. And I'm sure that's the uh, the biggest thing on his plate right now. The Boba he, Fett movie? Oh uh, no, it's uh, it's called Star Wars Rogue One. Okay, it's going to be all about uh, them stealing the plans for the Death Star. Oh okay. Yeah, but it's it's not going to have any Jedi in it or anything. It's going to be more of like a you know ragtag group of soldiers. It's supposed to be a little darker too than your typical Star Wars film, kind of showing more of the war aspect of the series, uh, which is why I'm really looking forward to it. But I know that Gareth and his team are probably just they're really focusing on that project. Because, you know, Force Awakens is still the hottest thing right now. It's still just absolutely dominating the box office. And they know that they have a lot to live up to in that sense. Uh, you know, I mean, so many memes have been born from the ooze of the Force Awakens. You know, there's just been so many interesting things. My favorite one, of course, has been uh, TR-8R, otherwise known as the Traitor. The Traitor. The, uh, the Stormtrooper with the, uh, the uh, electrical baton who uh, fights Finn with his lightsaber. Uh, just the amount of memes that have been built around that character ever since that movie came out is just, it is insane. I love it. My favorite one, though, is probably, and I almost made this the wallpaper on my computer. Like, I loved it so much. Uh, the classic painting, The Last Supper. Yes. Basically, every single person who's sitting at the table, including Jesus himself, uh, they're all wearing the brand new First Order Stormtrooper helmets. 
And uh, at the bottom, it's like, one of you will betray me. (laughs) And it's just, it's so perfect. That's just one of like the literally thousands of memes that are out all about TR8R, who actually does have another uh, number designation. Um, But yeah, that's the way it is, man. Oh my God. Like, well, the TR8R, is that his Mm -hmm. name? Yeah. That guy, I mean, I even sent you a meme of him having a candy cane uh, body. <laughs> yeah. and, God, uh, he shot. I a... think you literally sent that to me on Christmas Day. Yeah, and then like yeah. you know, Finn has a, a blue candy cane, and yeah. he has a red one, and they fight. And, mm-hmm. and then I even told you that story of that actor that faked that he was that a stormtrooper because he had a bit part in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And then Lucasfilms was so pissed that he was spreading misinformation that they like. Usually, we don't say who's playing who, but this guy's gotten really popular, and it was a stuntman. So. And it was a vet, veteran Asian stuntman, I guess, mm-hmm. that's done uh, some a lot of other films, mm-hmm. you know. And so they're like, you're lying. And then that guy's whole career got ruined. <laughs> oh, sucks, man. Because even if he was just an extra in Star Wars. Like, Isn't that enough? Imagine putting that on your resume. Yeah. Like Force Awakens. I starred in, you know, I, I wouldn't say starred, but I played a part in arguably the biggest movie, like, of the last 50 years. Yeah. You or know? at least 2015. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. I mean, you know, enough? there's a website that I go to all the time for, like, my movie news and, like, updates. It's called Superhero Hype. Yeah. Uh, almost every article every day at the top of the page is, like, Star Wars just broke a new record. Star Wars is now the most successful domestic movie of all time. Like, they're just, they're making so much bank off of this movie. It's crazy. And I'm still glad that, for the most part, everybody really loves it. Because I still really like it. I thought I by this too. time I would start to get, like, the whole, like, getting a prequel vibe from this like i'm not really digging it or i want to see it again yeah it's, like, i'm still pumped about that the rose colored glasses come off and mm-hmm. you kind of see the movie for what it is but that's mm-hmm. still it is a good movie yeah i mean like any movie it has its flaws but damn was that the best movie experience i've had in over in a decade you know vice put out an article today where they had five people that had never seen star wars review the new star wars movie mm-hmm. i hadn't read the article but i mm-hmm. always when vice does something i always find it interesting so uh, they, they just put out a new article. I've seen a lot of those. Here's a whole bunch of people that have never seen Star Wars watch this movie. Because mm-hmm. it, it's been a while. Yeah. You know. And not a lot of people were feeling the prequels, so they didn't even go. And, mm-hmm. you know, so uh, I find that an interesting way to look at these films. Because they're just good films. That's yeah. why they send people in that don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also saw you had um, uh, something about the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 being filmed yes, here uh, in Atlanta. That's right. It's it's going to be big. It's also going to be filmed with some brand new fancy camera, which is known as the 8K Red Dragon Sensor Camera. Which I know you're kind of like a you know camera buff, and you're you're always following that type of technology. Why is this movie that's being filmed with this new camera such a big deal? What is so special about 8K Red Dragon? Well, I, I think the camera is actually called something else. I think it's called like the red the red weapon dragon or something. Can you Google this camera name? Uh, yeah, let me yeah. look it up. Well, the reason it's so special is one the uh, when you get a camera that gets you know, that shoots 4K, 6K, 8K, it's really great for special effects because it gives you super good resolution or, like, tracking points. Like, you know, whenever you see the guys in, like, the motion motion tracking suits, it's uh, it's very helpful to have that extra resolution so you can, like, zoom in and track those points and install special effects that at higher resolutions. Uh, you know, if you're part of the modding community and you play Fallout, one of the big things is they release like 4K textures for all the characters that, that, that the game didn't come with. And that makes everything look way better. Or Skyrim, they have like 4K textures. So when you just bump up the resolution, you can make it look prettier. So um, And it gives you a ton of options in post. Like if I shoot you here in 4K, I can technically zoom in 200%. And, and you still be able to see all my imperfections. And you're way up closer, in focus, no problem. And if I export the video in 1080, it would look great still because I actually have not zoomed in because uh, 4K is made with four 1080 screens. Mm-hmm. So you can zoom in and it's still just 1080. So when you do 8K, you can zoom in and it's still 4K, you know? So it's just a, it's just a easier workflow. You get way more options. Mm-hmm. But, dude, I'm telling you, shooting 4, 8K raw – uh, is probably goes through like 120 gigs every 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> like, like that is so much hard drive space. Of course, they have all the money in the world. Oh, yeah. And the most experienced people that do their. Uh, they're backed by Disney. They'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. They've got uh, uh, all the experienced people in the world to handle all that data coming off those cameras. But, mm-hmm. like, that is some pretty impressive shit. Yeah. Did you look up the name? Is uh, it called? Yeah. It's, uh, it's a camera rig is called Weapon. 
Yeah. Um, and then it's going to be outfitted with groundbreaking 8K Red Dragon sensor. Okay, so it's called the Red Weapon uh, Rig, but it's uh, I'm not very familiar with Red. Red is like a camera system that uh, you usually know either one if you buy your way in, which mm-hmm. buying your way into Red is actually way less expensive than it used to be. Like you can get a new Red Raven for ten thousand uh, dollars. Again, that is just the camera body. It doesn't include like the modular to control the camera. It doesn't include like the batteries. It doesn't include the media which of course red like so many other camera companies makes their own media like you know how sony on our fs7 we have here mm-hmm. uses the xqd cards which sony invented mm-hmm. uh they have red mags and uh, that they invented for red cameras which are so expensive mm-hmm. and so shooting red is expensive so yeah. you're either like renting that camera mm-hmm. uh for like 300 for three days or you're you had a lot of money and you bought your way into. I mean, that the world. big reason this is such a big deal is because this is going to be the first movie that's going to take advantage of this technology. Eight K, man, God, I'm over eight K. What isn't four K good enough? Can we just agree on four K? I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way this type of shit works. But uh, I mean, obviously, the you quality of this. You, you would think that after the success of the Force Awakens, maybe film would be coming back. Of course, film is still. Isn't that just really expensive as well? Um. The film is really expensive. Mm-hmm. I think they shot a lot of Breaking Bad on film. Mm-hmm. Can you look that up? Breaking Bad shot on film. The the uh, uh, reason, but it costs about a hundred thousand more an episode to film with a film camera than it does with a normal camera with a digital camera nowadays. Because media cards can be reused and reused and reused. But Kodak has signed like an exclusive deal with some movie studios. And uh, what they said is that they're going to the movie studios had promised to buy X amount of film. And Kodak says for the first time in many years that film is actually going to be a source of profit for Kodak. What not that saying? So Kodak has been losing money on producing film mm-hmm. for all over 10 years. But they just said we can't stop. I mean, who else makes film, you know? Yeah. So because that would be a sad day. It's like, oh, that that's gone the way of the, the VHS. It's really gone now, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so did you look that up? Did- I did. Uh, a number of episodes uh, of Breaking Bad were filmed uh, directly just on film and everything. And mm-hmm. so were uh, Better Call Saul. Oh. Yes. Um, which, I get, is that show still a thing? Is it, I think the is season's it in between done. breaks? It's just in between seasons. Okay, yeah. yeah. I only watched a little bit of that. It was a good show. Yeah. The only episode I remember specifically was they had the voice actor of Trevor from Grand Theft Auto Five uh-huh. appear on the show. That guy was big for a while. Yeah, and I'm guessing that's why they got him for the show. Which he actually kind of looks like that character too, which is strange. He not, looks not, a lot, not too much. I think a lot. Um, but it was a scene where I think they were getting ready to perform like a job, and he was all pissed because uh, who's the the guy, the bald guy, the older fellow in that show? I know who you're talking about. Yeah, and he, he was at, he was like getting on his case. He's like, you don't even have a gun. You don't have a gun to do any of this shit, and like he gets up in his face, and then he ends up getting like his ass handed to him. So Trevor ended up getting just completely destroyed. But that's all I remember from uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah, it's kind of a uh, a crazy good show, and the mm-hmm. writing, the, whoever the writer is on that show, uh, mm-hmm. I forget his name. I don't know if he's known as just the writer. He might also be a showrunner or something. Yeah, there's uh, going to be some good shows coming out this year, man. Uh, you know, obviously, TV has never been this good. No, it's probably the best it's been in years, which is fantastic. It's because they're, they're trying to give a shit. You know, they're putting effort into some of this stuff. I mean, the obvious popular shows are always going to be returning. Walking Dead and everything is coming back. X-Files, freaking a week and a half, man. Yeah, I That is a big that. deal. And the thing that I love best about the X-Files um, for the first episode, they already put the first minute of the new episode up online. The first minute of the episode is just like a complete recap and understanding of what actually happened in the original X-Files. So if you're not, like, a huge fan, you can watch that, and you'll totally understand exactly what's going on, even the, the, the crazier things, like, all about, like, Mulder's past and everything, about how his sister was abducted, and, uh, you know, just the fact that he met Scully and that they work on these case files, which are considered not real, and they have to try and prove them. I'm so excited it's probably the most excited i've been for a tv show in a long time the closest i think i ever got to that was probably uh, ash versus evil dead which is on break right now god that first season kicked so much ass oh my god they brought so much love to that show that that is the one of the best like evil dead sequels i've ever seen it's also just funny as shit bruce campbell still got it man really yeah he's awesome oh he's very show. good i mean uh, but x files is coming uh, there's another show that's going to be on AMC as well, along on um, the same channel as Walking Dead and all that other stuff. It's called Preacher. 
Um, You've been talking about that for years. I cannot wait for that. Um, And it's being produced by, of all people, Seth fucking Rogen. You know. (laughs) How blazed are they going to be in that show? Who knows? Probably extremely. The point is... It's it's another one of those shows. It's based on a comic book because right now comic book TV shows are just getting huge. Because they wrote it for you, you just got to pull it off. <laughs> this preacher show though, they're they're taking some deviations, which you know I'm not really sure how the show is going to perform. I actually had the privilege of reading these comics because years I, I didn't even know anything about it. Uh, I worked at GameStop years ago, and my boss uh, on his lunch breaks would always have these trade paperback volumes of the preacher comic book series. Uh, which were published by DC and Vertigo, so it's like a more mature DC storyline. So technically it is kind of set within the universe of DC, um, but just it was such an engrossing story. The art was so good, but it's also the type of show It's like, can they really do this on AMC? Because there are things in that comic that are so fucked up, like super R, almost X-rated type stuff. So I'm really interested to see how they're going to handle all of that, but it's also kind of got like this dark humor to it, which is... I just don't know why Seth Rogen is attached to it. He's not even in the show. It's just he's a part of like the nah, production team and everything. He's got so much money now. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm doing this. Eh, fuck it. <laughs> 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 I really don't have a problem with Seth Rogen at all. No, nah, he's a good actor. He's mm-hmm. a very good actor. I wouldn't say he's a good actor, but I think he's a funny guy. He's good at what he does. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, he's no Will Ferrell. <laughs> you know, I've been I last night I watched the first four episodes no three episodes of making a murderer the new documentary series on netflix and it is so fucking good that's what i've been hearing so i've heard it's also like pretty messed up too it's dark and it shows you it's like about this guy i i don't don't, i'm scared to even explain it because it doesn't like i'll start giving away the first episode Mm because it's like i think 10 episodes you ever seen those documentary shows about uh like that are on i guess discovery channel like the forensic shows and stuff like that yeah it's like that but like cinema level but it's very much a documentary you know Mm -hmm. just filming talking to the people and stuff like that guy gets sent away uh for a murder he didn't commit and then he gets out and he sues the police station and then they pretty much straight up probably plant some evidence to get him arrested again and and so, and then the, that's got to fuck with your head a little and bit. And then a lawsuit gets thrown out because he needs to settle to get money for another lawyer. And then, uh, pretty much they're just getting away with it. You know, halfway through, they're just getting away with it and they're just fucking this guy and they make him sell his farm and shit so he can pay for lawyers. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, the deputy and the sheriff are pretty much just, you know, just, uh, lying through their teeth. And because they're cops, no one really questions them too much because cops don't turn on cops. And uh, it's just it's a sad story. Unless they're Denzel Washington. Oh yeah, what is that Training Day reference? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but the point is that uh, it's a dark, dark story, mm. and it's very sad, and uh, so awesome because Netflix is just killing it. Because if you had that show, you could only put it on an hour on TV for one episode. But this, they have ten episodes of this shit, and I'm only like three or four in. That's that's a huge benefit of Netflix is they'll they'll release a whole season of a show like at once. Yeah, just and they just let you binge watch it. Yeah, I had, did you ever get around to watching Jessica Jones? I only watched the first episode. Okay. Yeah, it was. It's good. okay. Um, I think it's probably my it was least. Okay. I'd say it's my least favorite of the Marvel shows. Daredevil um, was better. I'm looking forward to the next season of Daredevil. Yeah, uh, which is gonna have the Punisher and all types of other cool shit. I saw it. a few set, set photos from that. It looked good. Mm. It looked very good actually. Wait, have they shown like what the Punisher looks like? Uh. Like, I, I hate to be that guy because I'm always like, the, the fucking superheroes need to keep their costumes on, but he better have a damn skull on his shirt. That's all I gotta say. It's a minor detail, but it's a big detail. Yeah, let me see. Gotta have the, 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 the Punisher. And even more so, like, uh, they just made a big announcement too, like the whole Marvel Infinity War. They said that there's, and this is their actual quote, there could be upwards of 67 characters appearing in that film alone. Uh, I really hope that they pull from the Netflix shows as well. I don't know if this is fan-made or real. Uh, that is hard to tell. I think that's fake. If it is real, holy crap, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that looks awesome. That totally looks like the Punisher right there. Like, Do you know that's the guy from Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the same guy. Yeah. I think he'll actually do a pretty good job at that role. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good role Frank for Frank Castle, the Punisher. What is it? I don't understand the the Punisher because uh, in all the movies they've ever made, he's kind of like a hero. 
but he's not really a hero. He's, uh, I wouldn't say he's a hero. I mean, it's basically just the, the tried and true story of a guy whose family gets killed, and now he's just getting revenge against everyone in the world, except that unlike Batman, who, say, just beats up people, he straight up kills them, or he tortures them to get information out of them, and he, he punishes. He literally lives up to his title. He's one of those rare characters in the Marvel Universe who, like, he doesn't really side with anyone, but he'll do it if he has to. Uh, you know, there's a small chance, like I said, in these uh, upcoming Infinity War films, we might see characters like the Punisher from uh, Netf- uh, Netflix and frickin' uh, Daredevil. Like, that would be awesome. Just to see them appear for a second would be great, uh, especially for fans of those shows. They would be ecstatic just to see that. I- I'm still trying to see if we can find one. I'm- Most of all this looks fan-made. Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of it, you know, I, I've been looking, trying to find, like, any sort of image that I can. I think there are some images, like, they released recently, but it's, like, from the side, so you can't really, like, see what he's wearing too much. I know he has, like, a big black overcoat. Uh, very typical for the Punisher, but, like, I just... It's it's a minor thing, but like I said, it, it's one of those defining, like, characteristics is, is that skull on his shirt. Just, it is his Superman S. As weird as that is... Um, you know, it just, it, it makes that character stand out so much too. So, uh, they've got some set photos, but it's nothing really yeah, good nothing yet. Crazy. But yeah, I can't wait to see, uh, the second season of, uh, Daredevil. I loved the first. It was one. good. Yeah. I liked the bad guy mm-hmm. and, uh, it made me freak out when I saw him as the bad guy in Jurassic Park too. I was like, <laughs> Oh, same bad guy. Mm-hmm. Much different character. Uh, I think his name, Vincent, uh, the Dion. Oh God. I cannot pronounce this guy's name. Dion Frio. Dinoff, whatever. He's the dude from Full Metal Jacket. Jacket. He's Gomer Pyle. He is. Yeah. Everybody forgets that, and it bugs me so much. He's, That's Gomer Pyle. Yeah. I thought that was a guy who was done after that. I, I kind of did too. Yeah. Um, but you know, he came back. You know, and ends up getting killed by Velociraptors and beaten he up by Daredevil. He does look like Pyle freaking out in basic training whenever he's uh the kingpin and he's struggling with like flashbacks oh like like when he's in the the bathroom and he's loading yeah. up his gun and everything yeah, yeah yeah like he just look i can't believe that's the same guy yeah holy it shit it sort of blows your mind when you <laughs> yeah. know that yeah because that, that that is one of those things like you know i saw full metal jacket years ago first time and i was just like whatever happened to the the guy who played gomer Pyle? he fucking knocked it out of the park yeah he fucking really played that character real. You that, believed that, he was a real person. That movie is like two movies, though, because there's that first half, mm-hmm. and then you could almost stop watching and you saw a movie. First half kicks the shit out of the second one. Oh, way, Second way. half is a generic Vietnam movie. Yeah. As much uh, as I love the director, Stanley Kubrick, you know, who makes some amazing visceral films, that second half is just all over the place. You could just you know? watch, okay, watch the first half, and then immediately start Good Morning Vietnam, and you'll be fine. <laughs> much more interesting combo of a movie you know just Mm. just do it that way that's a subject we're gonna have to have for another time is like top vietnam movies oh my god yeah there's so many of them there are (laughs) willem dafoe (laughs) yeah (laughs) the green goblin getting bombed okay the jungles of vietnam let's get the fuck out of here we're going way past time okay guys well uh that's it for the show today thank you guys for joining us for episode 44 we really appreciate it make sure to leave us your comments make sure to also give us some topic ideas as we go into 2016 uh we're gonna try and start out really really strong for this year uh we're gonna try to get some brand new uh guests on the show we're gonna have some more awkward awkward imager readings and all types of crazy shit coming up Uh, But before we do uh, wrap up everything, I want to thank Rogue Intel. Rogue Intel, thank you guys so much. You allow us to uh, put this show together, and you allow us to be ourselves, which is the most important thing. Uh, Make sure to check out their other shows at RogueIntel.com. And if you want to help keep the network going, head over to RogueIntel.com slash Amazon for all of your shopping needs. It won't cost you any extra, and a portion of your total will go towards the Rogue Intel network. Remember, you guys can also download our show uh, at iTunes and at Rogue Intel as well. So make sure to support that channel. They make this possible. And also check us out on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Also, we are going to start a Facebook fan page for just the podcast. So mm-hmm. once that's up, we'll let you guys know, and then please go like that. I think that we're way. also going to get like a Twitter, a Twitter for that as well. We're going to tweet and shit. We're going to hit up this weird social media thing all the kids are talking about. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll do what we can anyway, hashtag, hashtag uh, social media yeah. thank you guys for uh, listening uh, we do appreciate it and now I'm talking like the president mm-hmm. Okay. anyway not really that was a horrible impression no idea what I'm talking about thank you guys for listening and until next time the powerful nerdcast is out <laughs>